Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fitchix Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. And my name's Laura Jackson. And on today's podcast, we're talking about one of the biggest things that usually prevents people from getting their fitness on. And that is, I have no time to work out. Laura, as a coach, how many times have you heard people say, you know what, I really want to get involved. I really want to get started again, or I really just want to fit this into my day, but I just don't have the time. Yeah. It's like what it's probably the number one thing that stands in the way of, Mm -hmm. well, it doesn't stand. I shouldn't say it stands in the way, but it's one of the number one thoughts that people have of the reasons why they can't work out. I think so too. And I think that, you know, whenever I think about the reason, I think it's because people believe that in order to work out, they have to go to a gym and work out for an hour minimum in order to make it worth it or in order to make it so that it's like, equivalent to a proper workout. Like, I think that we have it so stuck in our brains. I remember, I can't remember who it was that said this to us, but years ago, someone told us they're like, the reason why people believe that is because gyms pay trainers per hour. And so they've made classes and workouts and personal training sessions one hour because they want to pay their coaches for that hour. Do you remember who it was that told us? I can't remember. I remember that I can't remember, but I remember that. Yeah. It's basically based on like scheduling because it's easier for a gym or a fitness studio to schedule things by the hour. So then over time, it's kind of like the whole thing of like with cereal, right. Or, um, with breakfast being the most important meal of the day. That was actually Kellogg's created that as a marketing slogan, but we (laughs) repeated it so many times that we took that as like, this is actually truth. Right. So it's like, everyone thinks, Oh, I have to eat breakfast. I have to eat it between X times. And that's just because we've, we've heard it so many times. We just take it as, Oh, that's what I should be doing. It's the same thing with working out. But I also think, I think when it comes to the whole time thing, I think we just don't realize also, I think it's what you said, but I also think we just don't realize how to actually plan our time correctly in a way that works for us. So a lot of times we're in overwhelm, right? And we're thinking, I don't have time. I don't have time because we don't know what to do. So if we had a plan in advance, and I know it doesn't sound sexy and it sounds kind of boring, but if you decide in advance what you're going to do, what time you're going to do it during the day and when you're going to do it, it's so much easier to find the time to do it. It's when you're in the moment trying to like, oh, I'm going to work out today. And then the day is over and you're like, oh, but I had no time to work out. Instead of you leading your day and being like, I'm working out today at three o'clock. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like there's just a way also to use your brain to work to your advantage as well. 
Well, it's funny. That's actually one of our, that was going to be our bonus point. So we'll start with the bonus because we have three things that you can do to start adding workouts in and making them fit into your day a little bit better. But that was actually one of my bonus ones was about the whole scheduling thing. So, but I do think it's probably the most important one to talk about. So we can talk about in the beginning. And I agree with that. I think you have to put it into your day. You have to schedule it and you have to say like, this is my commitment to myself, just the same way that you would commit to, you know, going to a dentist appointment or going to get your hair cut or your lunch hour or getting a deadline into your boss or whatever it is. Or taking your kids, like, you know, doing something with your kids, like gymnastics with your kids or dinner with your kids. Like it's the same thing. Yeah. It has to be treated in the same way because you matter just as much as all of those other activities. And I think we have to remind ourselves of that sometimes. So definitely scheduling it is like one of the key sort of bonus sort of opportunities that you want to think about is like, I have to put this into my day. If I want to make it happen, I can't just fly by the seat of my pants and hope that it happens. I have to plan for it to happen. And I want to even next level Mm -hmm. that I'd like to, to even offer, like plan your week in advance. Of course. Our brain, we are so exhausted with decision fatigue, especially when it comes to our health goals. The more decisions you have to make, the less likely you're going to achieve your goal, the less likely you're going to do the things, right? So if you make it as easy as possible for yourself by saying, okay, it's Sunday night. I'm just thinking about my week. What I'm going to do is work out Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday. I'm going to work out at three o'clock and I'm going to do 30 minutes. And then it's just, you've made that decision. So then you don't have to make another decision on Monday about Tuesday and Tuesday about Wednesday. And that's how we get exhausted. And that's how when we feel like working out, exercising, eating healthy is not for us or it's really overwhelming is because we're making that decision over and over and over again. Because really getting to your healthy goal is just a series of decisions. You just keep making a good decision versus one that's not in line with your goals over and over and over again. Right. So it's like the less, but the less decisions we have to make, the more likely we are to do them, which is something that I found so fascinating in my life. Because when I stopped feeling like working out or thinking that working out was um, like to lose weight or was just, you know, like something I had to do and it became part of who I am. And like, I always worked out in the morning at the same time every day, it just became effortless because it was just built into me as opposed to being something that was on my calendar. But at first you have to get it on your schedule because you'll never get to that other place if you don't build up the habit. For sure. It has to be something that you do consistently over and over again, as part of like building, learning that new habit to make it become a habit for sure. A hundred percent. Okay. So that was like a bonus one. So we'll just say that that's point number one on how you can find the time to make it work out, which is to build it into your daily activities and build it into your week and build it into your schedule so that it just becomes part of your normal activity. And it's, it's a part of the process. The second thing is I want you to start thinking about small intervals of working out. So this is something that I found really helpful. Um, and this was as a new mom, like, so when my daughter was born and I had a whole new routine of trying to figure everything out and try to balancing it between working and being a new mom and learning how to be a new mom. And then trying to still eat healthy and meal prep and do all these other things. One of the things I found for myself was the most beneficial was making my workouts and breaking them down into small intervals. So rather than saying again, okay, well, I want to do a workout for half an hour or and then if I was starting my workout and then, you know, my daughter needed me and I had to stop and feeling frustrated, I would break my workout down. So I would just stop the workout and be like, okay, I did 10 minutes of my 30 minutes that I was planning on doing. I'm going to take that other 20 minutes and fit it in 
like at this point or when she goes down for a nap or whatever. But that was something for me that allowed for me to still get my workout in without feeling like it all had to be in one shot or else it doesn't count. Right. So it was like taking it into small doses when needed and knowing that I could just pick it up again later on in the day if, if it was possible for me. Um, I find that intervals too, what they do is a lot of times people think like doing an interval workout is not going to be beneficial, like doing five minutes here or five minutes there. Every minute counts. And I think that that's the one thing too, that I kept reminding myself of, like, if I do five minutes of squats or whatever it is, it's still more than no squats, right? So every little bit counts towards your goals. And it, it may not be the best workout of the day. It may not be the best workout of your week or whatever, but at least it's something and it's keeping you in line with your goals and it's keeping you moving forward towards that as opposed to just throwing your hands in the air and saying, I'm going to do nothing at all. Well, and that's something that goes back to the schedule too, right? Like I really want to encourage you guys to like, even if you have, let's say a half an hour workout planned Mm -hmm. and like Amanda said, you could only do 10 minutes. 10 minutes of it. Even if you like a lot of times what we do is we're like, Oh, I can't do the whole 30 minutes. So I'm not going to work out at all. Exactly. But if you still keep that commitment to yourself, because half the battle of getting to your goal and reaching your, like your health goals, your weight loss goals, your muscle building goals, just being healthy in general is keeping commitments to yourself. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is when we don't keep commitments to ourselves, we start to break down that trust that we have in ourselves to, and then we believe we're a failure, right? It just becomes this like spiral of like, Oh, I like, I, again, I failed at this workout program or again, I failed at this diet or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if you can only do the 10 minutes, like Amanda said, like it's better than nothing and it doesn't have to be all at once, but still show up for yourself at like three o'clock for the five minutes. Mm-hmm. just so you get into the habit of showing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. And again, when you don't have to, like time is just a, it's a thought, right? Like we all have, we all have 24 hours in a day, right? We all can like choose how we spend a lot of our time throughout the day. And it just becomes though a place where like, it doesn't feel as hard to get things in. Like, that's what I personally think about time. I know like, I mean, you may have a different opinion, but like, I just personally think, we make time for the things that we prioritize. And sometimes we have to do it at not the ideal time of day that we want to, but it's just getting, the first thing is just getting into that habit. And that's what will make you more efficient in less time, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think that it is, it's about, you know, even if it feels like, you know, but I don't want to get up in the morning. If that is the only block of time that you truly have for yourself, and this is a goal that is really important to you, you have to commit and show up to that time. If it means that you get up 20 minutes earlier, or 30 minutes earlier than everybody else in your household, and then that's your sort of time to move your body, then that's when you do it. And, and eventually it just becomes part of your routine and it won't feel as like, hard or challenging or like it sucks so much because it just becomes like a part. That's what I do. I get up in the mornings and I try to do yoga every single morning before the rest of my family gets up. And instead of it being like, oh, it's so hard and I don't want to get up. And now I look forward to it. And when I don't do it, I feel the difference between my body and the way I feel and energetically how I feel. So it's a really important like switch that happens, but you have to start somewhere. So even if it is just that five minutes, it's the same thing like that I teach um, when I talk about meditation and things like that too, right? It's all about building the habit and you can build it slowly because a little bit is better than nothing. 
So yeah. And a little bit of showing up for yourself yeah. shows you that you show up for yourself. Right. And that's exactly. like a lot of it is becoming the person who does the thing. Like that's like, that's what I see a lot with our part. students mm-hmm. and our clients. Right. It's like, like the question we get asked a lot in Academy, like, how do I motivate my clients to, you know, to want to like keep going or to want to show up for workouts. And it's like, it's not your job to like hold them like make them come to class. Do you know what I mean? But it's, you've got to start to get them to start to show up for themselves. And like, this is where too, even in the interest of like time blocking, like one thing, even being postpartum, right? The first thing that, sorry, I'm going to cough again. Just give me one second. No problem. (laughs) I'm a little bit sick guys. Sorry. One of the things that I, um, that has been huge for me is what I said. Like, so when I think about not having time, the first thing I remind myself is like about, I look at my schedule, I commit to it. And then I always remind myself, I'm not myself. I'm not the type of woman who breaks commitments to myself. That's something that's become really important for me. And it's something I've worked on over time. So when I make a commitment to myself, I keep it, which is what we're talking about earlier. So one of the things that has been really helpful for me is even getting, so I have a Peloton. Of course, during the pandemic, like not having access to a gym and all of these things. Um, and I like lifting weights, but even having a Peloton at home, like being postpartum, the thing that's great is they have the option to choose anything from like a five minute to like a 90 minute workout, right? Whether it be a cycling workout, a strength training workout, a stretching. So I made sure that I always did something and I always, and I reminded myself, I'm a woman who shows up for my commitments and I have all of these choices of time. So even if I did have like a man, said five minutes, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to show up and get my workout in because that again, sets me up for more success tomorrow. The other thing is, is when you have, even when you do these short little workouts, health again is a series of decisions, right? So it ends up being like the compound effect of those five minutes strung together over months and years and whatever add up to something big and amazing. So even though in the moment you think, well, what could five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes really do? But if you have like a hit timer on your phone and you do a five minute, like a minute of push-ups, a minute of jump squats, a minute of um, walking lunges, a minute of a plank and a minute of running in place, running in place. (laughs) That five minutes right there, those are like, that's a total body workout. And again, you've created this, you're stepping into this person who does the thing, Mm -hmm. which is, again, that's the most important thing. So don't like that strung together that it will eventually add up to bigger results. Exactly. Like don't, and that's sort of what I was trying to say in the beginning. So thank you for reframing it because I think that was the thing for me was like, I would just sometimes do 10 minutes of my workout and then, you know, Maddie would wake up from her nap or whatever. And then I'd be like, okay, you know what? I got 10 minutes done. I'm going to do another five minutes later What I'm cooking. I'm going to do this or whatever. And I would just build it. And then I'm like, okay, by the end of the day, I've done 35 minutes of working out today, like of exercises. And so therefore this now, the other thing, so the next point that I want to talk about that kind of adds on to this is what you were saying about intervals, but one of the things that I really fell in love with, and I know you did too, is Tabata training. Mm -hmm. Tabata training is something that is so unique and so different. And, you know, 
so essentially, um, for anyone who doesn't, isn't familiar with Tabata training, we talk about this in our fitness and nutrition expert certification. We teach this a lot because it's a part, it's a style of hit training. So of high intensity intervals, but Tabata training is essentially a four minute workout. Like you could in four minutes, it can just totally kick your butt, but you have to be working at a high intensity. So it's essentially what you do. The pattern is four minutes of 20 seconds on at highest intensity. You could possibly hold 10 second rest, 20 seconds on 10 second rest. And then it repeats itself for eight rounds in total, creating that four minute interval. Now I know in your mind, you're probably listening right now and you're like, okay, like I want to try that, but like, is it really going to be beneficial? Is it really going to help me? Um, is it going to be hard? The answer is yes, 1 million percent yes, because what happens is you're forcing your body, if you do it correctly and you push yourself at your maximum effort, like we want you like red in the face, breathing through your mouth, not able to like speak kind of thing. You want to be at that super high intensity. And what you're doing is you're forcing your body to have very short recovery periods in that 10 second. So it's constantly just peaking and rallying really, really fast. And in that, you're basically just um, how do I explain this? Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're basically just forcing your body to work at such a high intensity level that your recovery period afterwards, your body takes a long time to recover after. And so then therefore it is then when you're still constantly burning. So you're burning, you're using fuel for that recovery process afterwards. So you are essentially doing like, what did they say? What is the stats, Laura, that, um, well, they say like, if you are doing Four high minutes. intensity intervals or a t- like a Tabata interval training, it, your body will burn up to 36 hours after you finish yes. your workout. So we actually, had a, I had a question recently from a student and we were talking about, you know, the difference between like, if you're someone who's, let's say in menopause or you're dealing with like a ton of stress and should I be doing interval training? Mm-hmm. Because again, it's like more stressful on the body. So the whole premise of it is that during your workout period, you stress your body out because exercise is stress of the body. Then because you've pushed it so far outside of its comfort zone in a short period of time that it takes that, you know, you're still burning to recover from that up to 36 hours. But this question was, okay, but if you're, you know, if you're in menopause and you're supposed to keep your stress levels low, your cortisol levels low, this is getting a little hormonal, but, um, is it better than to do like lower intensity, longer versus higher intensity, shorter, because obviously high intensity is higher stress on the body, but it's actually what the studies show is high intensity, shorter is actually better for everyone versus low intensity, longer, because what you're doing, even though you're not working as hard, you're putting your body under stress for a longer period of time. So you're not getting the benefits of the 36 hours of extra burn. And you're just stressing your body out for an hour, as opposed to doing like five, 10, 20 minutes max of high intensity intervals. And then that recovery is, um, burning, at least keeping your metabolism elevated. Mm -hmm. So it's just a look, that's like, just a little interesting, more sciencey tidbit. We get into it more in both of our programs and Fitchix Academy, but it's just understanding that you can, if you do put in the work for less amount of time, it actually gives you longer benefits afterwards versus having to spend more time in the moment in the gym and feeling like I don't have time. And then you're not getting these extra benefits afterwards. So it's kind of like go for the high intensity or the interval training where you're forcing your body to have those peaks and valleys, even if it's not to the nine out of 10, but let's say it's like a seven out of 10, you're still going to get the benefits more than just doing that steady state. For sure. And I think, and longer. 
And one of the things too, I wanted to mention with Tabata that I really love is a lot of times people traditionally think that Tabata just has to be cardio-based. It can also be strength-based. So like, I like using Tabata for push-ups and things like that, where you do 20 seconds of push-ups, rest for 10 seconds, 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off. I'm telling you that probably by like round six, my arms are like jello and I cannot, yeah. like, I'm like, I cannot do any more push-ups. Like I'm doing them like on the wall. Like that's it. Like I've given up at this point, not given up, but I'm pushing through it. Cause I've got to finish the intervals. But like you, when you are pushing to that maximum effort, that's where you should be. So if you're ever, if you're ever testing this out at home, if you're like, I'm going to try it about it today. I just heard about it. I learned about it. And I'm going to test it. You should be at the point of failure by like round five, round six six, like, and that it should be like really hard to push through those. If you are pushing at the maximum effort in the very beginning. So by the time you get there, you should be really like, it should be overly challenging, which is a good sign that you are doing it properly. So just keep that in mind as you're doing it so that you don't feel like, Oh, I couldn't even finish it at the same level. Like you traditionally shouldn't be able to. So and the one thing that I just want to add into is that if you are doing interval training and you're like, looking to have to work out more efficiently in less amount of time. Like you're like, I have no time to work out. Like what we're talking about today, just mentally decide though, before you go into your hit workout, if it's going to be five minutes or 10 minutes or one round of Tabata's for four minutes, whatever it is that you're going to make this workout, like the best workout you've ever had. Mm -hmm. Cause that's one thing I find that a lot of people end up getting stuck. And I know I have in the past, it's those times when you're like, Oh, I don't really want to work out. I'm going to do a workout anyways. And then you go into a Tabata and you don't go like, you don't push yourself. So just try to remind yourself like, Oh my God, this is only four minutes. I can go all in for four minutes and it's going to be the best workout ever. And then just like get into that headspace because since it's so short, you can, even if you're tired, even if you're like, doing it at a weird time on your lunch break, or like when you have a little bit of time between the picking up the kids, like it will just change the level of commitment during the four minutes, which then will make that extra afterburn so much better. Mm-hmm. So just go all in for it. And just like, if you think that it will change the way you show up in your workout. Agreed. I agree to that 100%. And now the final point that we want to talk about when it comes to, I have no time to work out. So how do I get my movement in, um, is one of our favorite topics, which is meat. (laughs) Neat is essentially non-exercise. Oh my gosh. Um, activity, activity, thermogenesis. Yes. I don't know why the A always trips me and I have to say it slow, but yes, neat is one of our favorite things because neat is looking at, looking at it from a different lens, looking at movement and saying, it's not just about the time I spend in the gym or the time I spend during that workout, but it's all of the other things that you're doing throughout the day to be active and move your body. Are you driving to the store? Are you walking to the store? Are you parking close? Are you parking far? Are you playing tag with your kids or are you watching them play tag? You know, those kinds of things where they really add up, right? Just those small extra things that you can start adding into your day. Um, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. So if you ever, if you want to dive more into like how the science behind that works, you can go back and check out one of our episodes on NEAT. But it is probably, in my opinion, it is the game changer between reaching your goals because this is, it's no longer just like, okay, I move my body for 30 minutes. Then I sit for the rest of the day. It's like, I move my body for 30 minutes, um, consciously with like these exercises, but then everything else I'm doing is also conscious about how I'm moving my body and getting in my 10,000 steps a day and how I'm getting in all of these extra little things that I'm doing that all add up. 
100% because it's like, you know, we tend to put so much stress on ourselves to get this workout in. And we make that mean so much about it. If we don't do the workout, Mm -hmm. like if we miss that half an hour workout, we're like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I'm never going to reach my goals. I didn't do my workout. But then we forget that there is 23 hours and a half throughout the rest of the day. (laughs) We could do a ton of other stuff that like will also complement getting to our goals. Mm-hmm. Also, I always, and I talk about this a lot in, in our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification. This is actually the secret sauce between weight loss maintenance, like maintaining weight loss and gaining weight loss, gaining weight back. Like one mm-hmm. of the, one of the secret pieces is teaching your clients to create a mindset of movement because neat is what is going to like, it's not continually having to go and power lift or do a crossfitting class. It's all of the movement that you do every single day. And again, that has that compound effect. That's going to make it so much easier for you to maintain weight loss. So just even shifting, like you said, from, you know, I take the elevator to, I take the stairs, I park far away. I walk to it coffee instead of driving. If anything's like, I kind of had a rule. If anything's within like a 20 minute distance, I'll walk to it. Me too. It's funny. So it's I, just like, and, I but whereas like, you know, my dad, where he lives, he's like, are you crazy? Just take the car. And I'm like, yeah. it's only 15 minutes to the store. Like, yeah. But those little things carrying your groceries home, like honestly, the amount of extra weight you're carrying, your heart, heart rate's more elevated. Even my son, like strapping him on, he's now he's eight months. And like, I walk to the store instead of putting him in the stroller, I put him in my pack carrier thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like just carrying this, it's like wearing a weighted vest. I was yeah. like, <laughs> sweating to death. But you know what I mean? Like these little things that we don't think are extra exercise are all of this calorie burn that's happening outside. That's also testing your body in different ways. So we always want to keep our body, of course, with functional movements, like doing the things in the gym that we would do in our real life or doing the things in our workouts. That's why things like, you know, squatting and lunging and push-ups, like they're functional movements that we need throughout doing our daily activities. Mm-hmm. But just even when we're doing our daily activities, we could think about that as a workout too. Like when I'm climbing the stairs to get to the next floor, I also am doing an amazing workout at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. And it's such an, it's, it's just a different, it's a mindset shift between, you know, thinking about like, I, it has to only be in the gym. That's the only thing that counts to actually thinking like every little movement that you do, every extra little movement adds up. And, and that's going back to what you're talking about earlier with the compound effect. It's like, whether it's five minutes of a active workout, like a hit workout that you're doing at home, if that's all the time that you have to do that, that's cool. But then you know, if like when my daughter was born, it's like, I would go for walks. I would walk to the store. I purposely do things that force me, you know, to move my body in different ways when I didn't have necessarily a focus time, but I could involve her in that process. That way there, it just allowed for me to be able to continue to move using meat as my tool to be able to help me reach my goals. Now, the one thing I do want to say before we wrap this up is like, all of these things are amazing. Of course, get workouts in and to, you know what I mean? Keep getting your exercise going and to eventually get you to your goal. But if you have a specific goal, like let's say you want to lose 30 pounds or you want to build X amount of muscle, you do need to have a program in place. Um, and we have some really cool programs actually done for you programs that are going to be coming out that 
help with progressing and moving towards a specific goal. And then you will have to obviously have, like, you can't just work out when you want to work out. And like, there is some, some more structure to it, which is what we teach in our fitness nutrition expert certification of how to build programming and nutrition to complement fitness and all of these things. But just in general, every single person in the world, what we're talking about today should start to incorporate things like neat, small amounts of interval training training. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, not saying it has to be high intensity interval training, but some sort of interval training to challenge your body in different ways. Strength training, the things that are really important to just even long-term health. And I know it sounds so unsexy, but this is something that I've been focusing on a lot more recently is just how, because my husband's grandmother, she's now 95 and she's like the most Sprite. Oh, sorry. No, she's 92. She's the most Sprite, active, energetic, lives on her own, swims every day, plays tennis, plays bridge is out there. And I just find it so fascinating, like watching her and I'm like, okay, what is different between her and like the way we think of someone should be at 91. Right. And the difference is, is that she has moved her body every single day. She has a saying, she's like, if you don't, if you don't use it, you lose it. She's like, so I'll sit, like, if I sit down, she's like, I'm going to die. Like, that's what she tells me. <laughs> oh my goodness. And of course, rest and recovery is important, but she makes it, and it's part of who she is. It's so important. She moves every day and she does strength training to maintain muscle and all of these things. So Love that's that. why, even if you do have the five minutes to do a Tabata or to do whatever, it's so important. If you have a very specific goal, like you're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Like I said, and you want to achieve that. Yes. You need to have a bit more structure, but in general, this is why you've got to make, make the time. Yeah. Right. You've got to create the time, even if it is a short amount of time, because it's it, the benefit of it over your life is huge. Amen to that, Laura. <laughs> now all I'm going to live till 92. Yes. And play tennis <laughs> on that note, we're going to wrap up for today, but, um, again, you know, just to recap, so it's schedule it in, look at it from an interval standpoint, you could use Tabata's as a great opportunity to be able to fit in even just four minutes of high intensity movement, um, focus on neat. So focus on actually just moving your body every single day outside of those workouts. So just again, it's, you know, looking at it from a time block perspective and saying, I can make this happen. I am a priority. This is a priority to me and I'm going to schedule it in and just start small. If you are someone who's listening right now, and maybe you've never really even thought about this, or you haven't been able to fit this into your life, start small. You don't have to start with 30 minutes. You can start with 10. You can start with, you know, even five. It really, it's really just about beginning the habit and then building from there. So start the process now. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you again next week. Have yourself an amazing week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Love your body. That's the company name I came up with on my first month of studies with the Fitchix Academy doing FNA course. I was thinking to myself, oh my God, this amazing lady is so passionate about what they do, how they do it, helping people, helping women. I really want to do this too. I really do. So in one month into my studies, I decided I want to start up my company. Yes. What, what is it about? It's about 
loving your body so loveyourbody.ca was born what did i start with nutrition courses uh, plus personal trainings plus group fitness and dancing classes which i'm so passionate about um, within two months i got my tuition back two months uh, from starting company i was still studying with fit chicks and i already got my tuition back i was like wow that's incredible that's really my dream coming true and uh, i have up to date i have 100 percent satisfaction rate amongst my clients what drives this result so far we're focusing on the body mind and spirit reconnections this is done via nutrition exercising and overall overall well-being coaching what i'm offering we as love your body are offering are several several courses first nutrition coaching for weight management then we do lifestyle coaching uh, the goal of this coaching is to have high energy feel good know your health and life goals and most importantly how to get there and together uh, three months into my business I was approached to help a person to set up her own business so I started business coaching and it turned to be so wonderful and pleasant and uh, she graduated um, started her own business baking amazing breads and I was like oh my god it all started with fit chicks inspiration that put a sparkle on me that helps me to place a sparkle into others um, and create their dreams miraculously uh, become reality so continuing with what I'm doing the fourth group is uh, group dance and meditation classes of services so this is the class where we offer re-energizing body mind spirit reconnecting practice the dances I teach is ballet dance Latin dance balleton disco dance plus I always complement it with meditation personal training is also done from my side all of this uh, I was so I'm so grateful that I, I sign up with fit chicks simply because all of this is inspired by them I started with one thing I wanted to do which was nutrition coaching and personal training uh, group fitness classes and now it has evolved so largely into a number of branches and it's since August 2020 like less than what six five months I'm incredibly grateful for what I'm doing and for fit chicks been so inspiring Laura Amanda um, Jessica has been so such a great bright stars that made the experience of studying in, with fit chicks so easy and everything that I learned I am implementing in my day-to-day -day practices Be besides I've been looking for something that would have nutrition course personal training group fitness training and I couldn't have even dreamt that it would have a, a wellness and business part and it all was there I was so wowed when I, I was speaking to Amanda the very first time before we started the course and I started it I jumped into this train and until nowadays I'm very grateful I did that because that's the spirit that still brings me on and keeps me so motivated to keep on going help others uh, in a loving way with a baby steps approach one step at a time one day at a time with love and care loveyourbody.ca Anna have a great day
Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our FitChix Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.